Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. Asa Holmes is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. As a fellow YouTuber, I remember reading my first John Green book and feeling so seen. His words that were eventually turned into movies really hit home with me and my age group, especially as I've gotten older. I've dealt with my own battles with mental health, and I'm very, very excited to see this movie. And you can buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Happy Times Podcast. My name is Joey Kidney, and today we're going to be talking about anxiety. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Happy Times Podcast. First off, hello. How are y'all doing? If you're doing well, make sure you are following the podcast or subscribing or whatever you're listening slash watching this. Thank you very much for watching. But today, yeah, we're going to be talking about anxiety. Now, this is a topic that tends to be trending right now, and I'm not trying to make this uh, a trend. Like, there was this one trend on on TikTok about ADHD, and I know that's that's different, but I wanted to bring it up because... It was this video where it's like, okay, try to sit and watch this video without moving. And it was a duet and you're just supposed to sit there and show the camera, show it to you. And if you fidget, they were like, oh, you have anxiety. And that's just like such a poor way of doing it. That's such a trendy way of doing it. And I didn't want to, I don't want it to be like that. Anxiety is a very scary thing. It's a very real thing. And if you're listening to this, I'm not saying don't listen to it if you don't have anxiety and i'm not saying listen to it if you do i'm just saying that if you're curious if you want to educate yourself more on how it truly affects people then yeah give this a listen i think it could really help it could benefit you it could benefit your friends there's a lot of us that don't have anxiety ourselves or don't suffer for something ourselves but our friends do and we don't know how to help them and i think this i think just listening just trying to get out there and listen is a really, really important thing for all of us. And once we listen, we open up our mind to new things, learning and loving more. And so with that being said, about two years ago, I posted a video called I Film My Anxiety Attacks for a Week. And that video now has 4.3 million views. And I remember when I posted this video because I was in L.A. at the time and I was very anxious because I hate L.A. I hate the people there. They're all just trying to use you. And if they're not trying to use you, then you're not good enough for them. And it just, I was in a really bad spot. And I remember I was sitting at the table with a manager that I had a meeting with. And I told her I had this video idea. And on YouTube, anxiety, mental health is so frowned upon on YouTube. Or it used to be. And I, was, I felt like I was one of the only creators who was really talking about this kind of thing. And she was like, ooh, I don't know if I'd post that. But that sounds like a good idea, but I don't know if I'd post that. And sitting at that table, when she said that, when she said, I don't know if I'd post that, what did I do? I hit the button and I posted my video. If you haven't seen it, I'd 
really encourage you to go to watch it. It's it's young Joey, so I, I'm going to look different. I'm going to sound different. My editing's not going to be as good, but it's a uh, it's a really it's a it's a good watch. It got featured on lots of news articles and everything like that. And when she said, I don't know if I should post that. The reason why I posted it was because if somebody's saying this to me right now, it's because they don't think that people are comfortable enough to have this conversation. And so I I make the videos and I do this stuff that I do because I remember when I was a 16-year-old boy and I felt like I had nobody. I wish I had somebody. And so if I could be that one person for that 16-year-old me sitting in my bedroom feeling so alone, then I'm going to do it. And I don't think, like, if you feel anxious, that's totally okay. And I don't think you should feel any less of a human being or anything different than who you actually are because a lot of us have anxiety. A lot of us think we have anxiety. A lot of us feel like we have anxiety and we don't. So I think it's really important to, one, not self-diagnose. Go to your doctor. If you feel like you have it, go to your doctor. Learn more about it because I think that's the most important part about yourself. You know, we study and study and study and research on how to treat our bodies, how to be the bed fitness person, how to get six pack in 10 days, you know, all this stuff. And we read that we all, we digest that like it's insane. But why don't we ever try to learn what's going on inside our head? The thing that actually runs our body, the things that's actually going to get us that six pack abs. You know, why don't we, why don't we ever research that? You know, when, when I thought that way, it really hit me. And so I'm not, I'm not one to research and read a bunch of news articles and, and Wikipedia pages and WebMDs. I'm not that type of person. I'm not going to go out and read a bunch of books. But research as in talk to people, learn more, open up yourself to learning more. So many times we feel like we need to be really smart about something before we try it before we try to even learn and it's just that's never the case how do you think one person got started they had to learn and so i think sometimes we just have to dive right in and 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 learn and sometimes a book is intimidating sometimes they use a bunch of freaking words that we don't understand but i'm here to dumb it down for you okay i'm not here to diagnose you i'm here to just explain my anxiety what i go through and maybe you can relate and if you can and you're not diagnosed and you haven't seen a doctor and this sounds like it's hitting really home, then maybe go see one. Go talk to somebody. I think it'd be really beneficial for you. So two years ago, I recorded my anxiety attacks. And obviously, you can't see them. This is a podcast. But the way it worked for me is that you couldn't really visually see what was happening. But when I was going through one, um, I tend to pace a lot that's probably the most visual thing you can see. Um, I, I, but I pace normally and I, I love to move and I also have ADHD, but that's not the point here. In the video I did some where I, I, well, I recorded it where I was pacing a lot. Some, I just feel like I needed to yell. Some, I just felt like I needed to lay down on the ground and feel like I needed to cry. Um, and some, I just felt like I needed to just swear and scream. <laughs> And that's okay. I remember the exact spot where I did it too. Um, and that was a really hard time in my life. I wasn't doing very well um, with work. I, I felt like I was failing. I felt like I was in a really negative place. 
my best friend got kicked out of his apartment and he lost his job so I invited him to come stay over at my place and I lived in the studio apartment and two guys in the studio apartment didn't go so well and I was very stressed out I was very anxious and it wasn't because of him it was just because there was a lot going on in my life and I was trying to be happy and I was trying to be strong and and help somebody and I was paying all the rent I was paying for all the food I was paying for everything and I was having a hard time with my own money and my own job and my own career and I I just began to be friggin really anxious and so I started to record it because it was something that really really helped me and I'll explain more of that when I talk in my points about you know what helped me throughout the years so now this is two years later from that video which is insane 4.3 million people have seen me stress the fuck out and that's so creepy (laughs) that is so creepy to me but the other side of me is like i'm very thankful and very happy that people are watching that people are intrigued that people are curious that people are learning you know this may seem like all weird to people this may seem like an alienated thing to people but at least they're watching and so if you're asking yourself how are my anxiety attacks now? Um, I know you're probably expecting a podcast of me breaking down and saying anxiety is never ending, even though it is. But it doesn't mean that that's how it went. Because I'm actually fine. And to be honest, like, I am. Like, I'm doing all right. And yeah, yeah, work started doing a lot better. My life started getting a lot better. I fell in love again. Um, I have a beautiful girlfriend. My mom's doing well. My father's doing well. My brother's doing well. My dog's doing a lot better now. And I'm overall just kind of content with my life. And I stopped trying to search for these negatives. I started, I, I used to hate happiness so much. I used to admit that I was a sad person all the time because everybody thought I was. And I started to just hate happy people i started to hate happy things and so i blocked out all the happiness from my life and it made me depressed and it made me very anxious and i think in my world i like to be clear i'm not a doctor okay um this is all from personal experiences and in my world pain depression and anxiety go hand in hand they kind of they kind of join with me. When I'm sad, I get anxious. When I'm anxious, I get sad. And it's just kind of like this vicious cycle. But it doesn't mean I can't control it. And that's exactly what I did over the past two years. I still have anxiety attacks. I still have them. I still break down. I still get sad. I'm not I'm not some superhuman. We all do. But I guess I just understand it now. I finally understand why I am the way I am, why I'm here, why I'm doing... This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. 
So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. What I do, all of that, all of the above. And I finally realized that being happy isn't a bad thing. You know, everybody says it's okay to not be okay, but nobody's ever, I'm sorry, it's snowing outside. Oh my goodness. Sorry, it, it's September. It's snowing. What the heck? ADHD is kicking in. Just had to text my girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> sorry, it's snowing. It's like Christmas already. When I started to realize that there's happiness all around me, I started to feel a lot happier. I started to realize that this wasn't just something that people are making up. This wasn't something that people were only with money had or or people who had great lives, a happy family, great jobs, or anything like that. Happiness is all around us. Happiness is our friends. Happiness is our family. It's our life. It's our loved ones. It's It's us. There's happiness in us. There's happiness in you. But for the longest time, we just feel like we don't deserve it. But I'm here to tell you that you do. And I know this might not relate to anxiety for you, but for me it did. Because when I'm sad, I get anxious, like I just said. And so over the course of two years, I've learned a lot. So I'm here to tell you the three things that I learned to just slow it all down. Slow it all down to understand it, to, to really feel what I'm going through. To really help myself, to cope. And um, these are my three things. But obviously, before... Before I list them, these are just for me, okay? Don't steal them. You can. I'm kidding. But these are what helped me. They might not help you. They may help you immensely. I just hope you don't feel alone after this. So step one, well, the first thing, not step, the first thing I learned was to stop and listen. You know, we're always moving so fucking fast all the time. You know, you got to go to work, you got to do this, you got to take your dog out, you got to do this, you got to eat, you got to do this. It's just a lot of stuff to do in a day. But the days, uh, when I'm anxious, let me explain this a better way. When I'm anxious, a day goes by so quick. It's like, you know, when people say, oh my God, there's not enough time in the day. There is. Because when you're actually stopping and listening and looking around and getting things done and you're just in a better mindset, you get things done. Things seem longer. Things seem like you have more room because you do, because you're not procrastinating, because you're too sad and too anxious to do anything. It's when I stopped and I listen, because we're always moving so fast. And I like to think that anxiety is our bodies just yelling at us. So what do I do? I stop and I listen to it. I hear it out, because maybe it has something good to say. Maybe we're in a situation that we shouldn't be in. Maybe Maybe this is something that we don't like and we're trying to remind ourselves. Maybe it's something that we do like and it's stopping us from doing it. But I want to know. I want to know why it's stopping. I want to know why I feel anxious in the moment. I want to know why. And I want to listen to it. And the only way to know why is to listen. Is to sit there, let your body go through it. I know a lot of us go through these anxiety attacks and the first, our immediate reaction is to stop them. And I'm all for it. Go for it. But I'm also really, really against it. I think stopping is the wrong answer. I think controlling it is the right answer. And so 
my next step, my next little thing that I learned, number two, was now that you've listened to your body, next time you feel anxious is to do something about it. So we sat, we stopped and we listened. And now it's time to control. So when this happens one more time, when the same thing happens, say you get anxious every time you go up for a presentation, right? You didn't know this at first, but you get ang- you got an anxiety attack when you're going up for your first presentation. You're like, wait, hold on. What's going on here? You stopped, you listened to it. And you're like, okay, I'm really anxious right now. The next presentation you go up, you know you're going to be anxious. Okay? So that gives you the opportunity to just sit there and really understand what's going to help you. What is something that's going to work out for you? And this is easier said than done, just like anything else in the entire world of life. <laughs> but <laughs> there's an answer out there. But it, it's you. You're your own answer. And if you're not willing to help yourself, then you're not going to get anywhere. And sometimes it can take time to want to help yourself. And that's okay. There's no rush to, to helping yourself. I know every mother and father and everyone and your best friend wants to speed it up, but there's no speeding it up to self-love. It takes time, okay? So next time you go up for this presentation and you feel all anxious, Try to go through the process of, okay, trying new things. Like maybe you have to drink a lot of water before you go up. Maybe you have to study more. Maybe you have to feel more passionate about what you're presenting. Go through the answers in your head. Try to solve that answer so that next time it's a lot easier. And then you can be stronger to fight the next battle that you have to go through. So when I'm feeling depressed or squirmy or filled with anxiety, the only thing that I know that works out for me is working out. That helps me so much. And what do I do? I get up and I do it. For example, there was one time my girlfriend was over here and work wasn't going so well. I I think I just lost a gig or something. And I was feeling really, really anxious. I spent when you spend all day with anybody, you you know, you want your own your own personal space. And we spent the whole day together and no no hate to her. Um, because I'll talk about it in the third thing I learned. But I was feeling really, really anxious. And I was like, I'm sorry, I just, I have to go run. And I honestly, I shouldn't have even said I'm sorry to her. I just, I should have told her I have to go run. I just have to. And what did I I do? I I went and ran. And I went and ran alone. I don't, you don't know you always need to do something with people. People should not get offended. If they loved you, they should not get offended or butthurt that you didn't invite them to the pity party to help yourself. Because this is helping yourself. This is for you right? And so on to my third thing, which I mentioned, which I just mentioned, my third thing is to talk about it. So my third thing that I learned to slow it all down and really try to cope with this is to talk about it. Especially if you're in a relationship or with someone or your family often, someone that you're with often, basically, they could not know what is going on and honestly make things worse for you. They could get angry or frustrated, which could make you feel more anxious. So simply talking about it, I don't mean to just blurt it all out at once, okay? Calm down. But as time goes on, I mean to open up. So in a situation like I just described where I came in here, I was feeling anxious. I told my girlfriend I need to go for a run. She could get really mad being like, okay, why do you feel anxious? Oh my God, you, you don't want to go run with me. Like what's going like that, that could happen because she doesn't know. 
but previously I've talked to her about my anxiety, obviously, because I have lots of videos about it and stuff, so she already knew, but I opened up about it, and I was like, hey, when I get anxious, I gotta run, so all I need you to do is just say okay, have fun, I'll see you when you get back. Like, that's all I ever need you to say. And so when I walked in the room and I said, hey, I'm feeling anxious and I'm sorry, but I just got to go run again. I should not have said I'm sorry because this is nothing to be sorry about. This is who you are. This is you. This is something that you're coping with. This is something that you're controlling. If anything, I give you a high five. And I told her I got to go run. And she says, "Okay." And she did ask me if I'm okay, Uh, And that that's okay, But that's actually something that sets me off. So I talked to her about it after which is what you need to do. How the hell are people people supposed to know how you want to be treated if you don't tell them or if you don't show them? Every single person likes to be different treated treated differently, sorry. And so for my girlfriend, I know she likes to ask. She likes to be asked if she's okay. For me, I don't I don't want to be I know I'm I know I'm not okay. I know I am okay. And I know you know when I'm not okay cuz I make it obvious. But some people like it, some people don't. And so you just got to talk about it. So two years later, my anxiety looks a little differently because I stopped trying to just stop it and I started to understand it. And my questions were, why am I having this? What can I do to help myself? And what do I need to do for me to keep going? These are all the questions that only you can answer because it is your mind it is your anxiety, it is your life. And that was mine over the course of two years. <laughs> so I hope it maybe helped somebody out there. Um, I hope you're listening to this. I hope you're enjoying this. And if you're new to the podcast, I hope you follow it. I hope you like it. I hope you share it because I think this could help a lot of people. And I'm not saying I have the answers because I don't, but I'm saying that Maybe it'll get somebody to start figuring out their own answers. So thank you guys very, very much for listening. If you ever want to get my book, What's the Rush, or get some merch, you can go to stayu.ca. Got a lot more new things coming, but I, I hope you guys check it out. And if you want to talk to me about this podcast, just message me on Instagram, at Joey Kidney, or follow me on TikTok, YouTube, all that just, all that just, all that gist, whatever the word is. But seriously, thank you guys so much for listening. Stay you, stay beautiful, and I'll talk to you guys next time.